Hey everybody, welcome back to Hardcore Harvey Weinstein Cast. That's right, today we're going to be sexually harassing at least four women and begging all of them to come watch us shower while they sit calmly on the bed. We will be giving them $20,000 each. Is that what he offered her? Yes. That dude's got a lot of disposable income, man. I would never pay $20,000 for like any sexual favor, let alone just her sitting on the bed. <laughs> You know what gets me about hip-hop nowadays? About everybody, welcome to Dead Air. We forgot to do the actual intro. Whoops. I always get caught up in our fake ones. Alright, tell me about hip-hop. Uh, well, not all of it, but some of it. Like, Future does this. Where he'll brag about spending a lot of money to get laid. And I don't know why he thinks it's cool. There's a part in one song where he's like... I bought this bitch a whole lot of something, I forget what, and then he's like, that's... A whole lot of Twinkies. <laughs> she was really fat. Uh, something expensive, like Gucci or some shit. Gucci Twinkies. They, they <laughs> were Gold LeMay Twinkies. I don't know why she wanted something so inedible. Would you eat a Gold LeMay Twinkie? No, they're inedible. Would you buy a Gold LeMay Twinkie? Yes, I would put it proudly on the if you had If you had that much disposable income. If I had that much disposable income, I would not be living where I am now. We would not be recording. <laughs> we well, spent it all on Twinkies. That's true. I would spend it all on Twinkies, but first I would spend it on something other than a food we wouldn't have. We wouldn't have a, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have a soundproof room. We'd have a room just like with Twinkies glued to the wall, which honestly might still work <laughs> if, we did, if we organized it correctly. Because <laughs> the way it works is it catches the sound waves and the cracks. Right, sorry that everyone's hearing me close my closet door to better equipped us with acoustics it's all good but uh, in a song he brags about he's like i bought like six of these things for her he's like that's a quarter million on a hand job my nigga and i'm like you spent $250,000 on a hand job like, and that's and that's cool for some reason you can go like to your local prostitute shop and <laughs> Pick up a couple prostitutes. Yes, for like six hundred dollars. <laughs> let me get a number. let me get a number two with no pickles. You don't want to get your prostitutes What does it say when he's just that? Is, is that just how he, how much he values a hand job? I guess maybe he's just like telling us he's like you know not, always appreciate the small things, motherfucker. <laughs> now I want to know if it was like the best hand job in the world, maybe. or if it was just like I hope it's not a sad job. Louis C.K. hand job that his wife gave him that time. Sorry, Do- Dose is getting ready for the Dose's drunk time. Uh, do you want to do it now and get it out of the way? No, because I'm not drunk. Okay. That's going to be later in the show. Um, Set this on ice. Well, I was going to start off the SCP thing by asking you what your favorite was, but you said you need to pull it up. So, um, Do you remember the number? No, but it is the... Um, one of my favorites. I can't remember my absolute favorite. But it is the box of uh, fortune cookies. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Um, I can't remember what number it is, but it is um, Kikuman brand fortune cookies. It is classified safe, and it is kept in the pantry of that particular site. Yeah. And employees are allowed to have one per meal. However, they must not take more than one to ensure that everyone gets a chance at one. <laughs> and it restocks every, and like, week. Don't the fortune cookies, like, give you an actual thing that will happen? Yes, they give you your actual fortune. <laughs> well, my favorite that I've found recently... Which, which uh, does bring up the question, is your future determined like that? Is your future determined when you open the cookie? 
is it already determined and it's gonna I don't know I mean I don't like if or I, would it be determined by the cookie if I worked for SCP and like knew these things exi- like if that existed I don't think I'd go fuck around with it I don't like fucking around with like like if if say say I was in you know how like the setup for a Call of Cthulhu game is like oh you're a journalist investigating a hot leave if I like went into a building and saw a bunch of cultists going like Cthulhu Fatan I'd be like I'm out I'm done with this story I don't even want to know what's gonna happen I'm done <laughs> Uh, that, uh, yeah, I, guess I know too much. I know too much to be like. If I learn more about this, I'm gonna go insane, and I don't want to end my life in a padded cell. I'd rather just like be pleasantly unaware until the end. Yeah, unless it's like I mean, with Call of Cthulhu games, it's always like the setup is like you have to stop them, otherwise, fucking Neurolethotep is gonna come in and like anally rape your dad. Well, everyone's dad. He's going to destroy the world. At the same time, because they're gods. And they'll be using everyone else's dad to anally rape your dad, and vice versa. It's like Human Centipede with... It's it's Lovecraftian Centipede. It's an infinite series of infinite numbers of dads being shoved up the rectums of an equally infinite number Mobius of dad. dad rape? Yeah, um, only it's not one Excuse at a time. It's everyone simultaneously up the other one's butt. All right. Imagine every dick in the world being. This is in why your we haven't played Call of Cthulhu while yet. While your dick is part of everyone else's dick going in everyone else's. This is honestly That's okay. Next level shit. I like it. We'll get to the full review later. Stay tuned. Alright, my favorite SCP that I found recently is SCP 004 J. It's object class for, uh, Euclid, and then a line through it and. Thumile, I think that's how it's pronounced, or Thaumil. That's it's some it's an object class that's basically it's Euclid, but at the same time, not threatening. I, I researched it. I was like, what does that mean? Basically, it's like because Euclid is like, oh, there's a danger to be had, but this one's for like Euclid things that can't really be classified safe, but at the same time, there's no danger in them. Like it was like, here's a Pez dispenser that infinitely dispenses candy. Well, that's kind of a safe one, but if there was something Euclid about it. Anyway, special containment procedures. The in- the entity is currently housed in the Site 08 North Wing Accounts Payable Office from Monday to Friday between the hours of 0800 to 1700 hours local, with one hour from 12- 1200 hours to 1300 hours local spent in the North Cafeteria or traversing from there back to his desk. The entity may occasionally need to use the bathroom, take breaks by walking the north wing corridor, or receive water from the water fountain. In the long term, the entity will be contained by biannual performance reviews indicating that we are pleased but think that the entity is capable of more, and annual raises equivalent to the rate of inflation, plus 4% points. The entity may also be enticed to remain in the containment by pointing out the low cost of living, easy commute, and quality public parks. Description, SCP-004-J is Stanley Nichols, a certified public accountant, CPA, University of Mission, 1978, and former chief finance officer for Redacted, currently employed by the Foundation. SCP-004-J is roughly 180 180 centimeters tall and weighs roughly 75 kilograms, Caucasian with thinning brown hair and brown eyes. The entity has been in the Foundation containment since July 1991, Ostensibly, ostensibly in reply to a job posting. The anomalous properties of the entity manifested after the job was awarded during mandatory psych and low-level anesthetic administration. Uh, 
The staff were assigned to the task, flatly refused to administer anesthetics to uh, the entity, claiming that SCP-004-J was a real visionary and that it would be a waste of drugs and needless and needless capex hit. After a brief convention by the hiring department, the compulsion and uh, cognito hazard or whatever, whatever they call that. Cognitohazard. Cognitohazard, there it's you go. Cognitive hazard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew what it was. I, my brain just couldn't fathom the word. God help. That's why you're here. Now get out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's actually leaving everybody. Alright, now that we're alone, let's have special Why Dose Sucks My Ass cast. He's super gay. And likes penis. Let me tell you some things you didn't know about him. He's actually of Puerto Rican descent. That's something not a lot of people know. Oh god, he's back. No one's no one mentioned anything I just said to anyone. What, what, are you, what were you talking about? Totally not of how you were Puerto Rican descent. Good, you better not be talking about how I'm totally Puerto Rican descent. Yeah, we all know you're Dominican. Thank you. I'm not actually Dominican. Or is he? <laughs> That's the scary That's part. The You'll secret. never know. <laughs> how, how do they know if we're actually fat or not? Maybe we're just really buff guys saying we're fat. Do you want to get some donuts later? <laughs> That's the dream. SCP-004-J appears to be a very capable accountant and has made commendable efforts in both lowering our annual capital expenditures budget... While streamlining our vendor and purchase process for operating expenditures. Uh, furthermore, their holistic approach to purchasing and leveraging the growing internationalization of the supply chain has caused a sea change in our view of the synergetic possibilities to create a budget-conscious deliverable leading to a paradigm shift of, crowds, uh, of crowdsourced. Uh, it One second. Ow. <laughs> There were so many buzzwords. <laughs> That's it what he does. <laughs> actually hurt. It appears the entity was in my vicinity briefly. Oh, see? That's what he's saying. When you're around him, that's how you talk. You talk in corporate speak. Uh, to summarize, SCP-004-J has a distinct... I'm not even bothered to say it again. You know what a word is. My brain can't handle that word, apparently. <laughs> I, we literally just went over it. Then I made fun of your Puerto Rican background. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't remember what it was. Oh man. Okay. Anyway, uh, he was classed as really Euclid. bad for the people at that uh, audio spike right there. When my uh, root beer bottle hit the no, there's the worst ones. They probably that appreciate really that satisfying though. to open. Man, uh, I'm slurring pretty hard off the one shot of whiskey. You're sobering up. Oh, okay. Isn't that just the saddest fucking thing? That will interfere with the thought processes overriding thought patterns with new ones that encourage a growing a business through a set of jargon commonly used by C-level executives. Buzzwords. <laughs> While also impairing the ability to think critically. CT scans of Foundation employees in the field of SCP-004-J showed a lower neuron excitement state in the optical cortex of the hippocampus, both linked to critical thinking, logic, and reasoning. 
SCP-004-J was classified as Euclid in the August of 1991. SCP-004-J was reclassified to Thalmiel, however it's pronounced, in uh, October of 1992, following a near-total containment breach in August of 1992, caused by a structural damage suffered during Hurricane Andrew at site, whatever, redacted, during uh, which SCP-004-J was exposed to SCP-107, which is classified Keter, and uh, invariably hostile to human life. For those uninformed, that's the one that can make extra-dimensional portals and pull you in them and just torture you for, like, ever. Um, Rather than panic or hide, 004-J began discussing the importance of a residual income and annuities when structuring a quarterly budget. Uh, 106 appeared wrapped with attention, materialized a business card, and agreed to join 004-J for a lunch and learn at his soonest convenience. Further testing has shown that the hazard surrounding 004-J affects not only humanoids, but other sentient life forms that... Oh, crap, hold on. That has been exposed. In uh, further instance of hypothesis posed by... Uh, Dr. McGinley and White Oh, Drs. McGinley and White 004-J was stationed outside the containment cell of 682 which is a giant lizard that hates all humans and wants to kill everybody at a safe distance but close enough to have the notorious creature in its hazardous field audio follows and I'm not going to play it but the audio file is basically 682 they're like 682 what are you talking about and he's just like we need to like I need to set up a mortgage. He's just saying shit like that. Set up a mortgage. <laughs> I gotta make sure it doesn't go underwater. I gotta make sure I pay off my interest early. That way I can pay down the principal real quick. <laughs> That's the best. That's that Stan... SCP-004-SJ, aka Stanley from Accounting. It's a pretty good one. What's your least favorite SCP? I don't know. I like most of them. I have one that I hate because it's just not creative in the slightest. You ready? Which one? It's a nun. Like literally a nun? That everyone wants to rape. That one doesn't bother me that much. But she doesn't want to be raped. Wait, are you talking about the one that's a succubus? No, she's not a succubus. The one that can't wear clothes because she... Oh yeah, that one. I like that one. I hate it. Why? It's like... She's like, I just want to pray. I just want to worship Jesus. So let me worship Jesus in in peace. Everyone's I like it like, because no, she's. I want to rape you. And well, she's just like. It's because she's like to... literally a demon. So when men, when men, even gay, they put gay men around her, and all, even gay men are just like must impregnate, because she's a succubus. But she was raised by nuns. That's why she's religious. And they have to feed her a quarter cup of semen every every day. And it's uh, my favorite part of that whole document is it's like on site procurement will only be acceptable during emergency cases only. <laughs> So, like, if you're a dude who wants to jerk off and give it to this girl, you can only do it, like, if they don't have, like, they get, they get like, deliveries from sperm banks, I think. And then she's allowed, like, once a month to go to, like, a, a beach and hang out. But it has to be, like, all females with her, because the females aren't affected by the succubus range. I just... I like that one. Like, Maybe it's because I... explained it, I'm just like, oh, she's just a chick that was raised by nuns, and everyone wants to rape her. Yeah. Because I thought it was kind of related to the, um, like, Muslim girl who lives, like, 40 meters under the base because anyone that comes within, like, 20, like, 20 meters of her 
immediately goes into a rage <laughs> and will kill anyone other than her. The question is, how'd they get her down there? Carefully. Get the fuck down there! <laughs> just yelling at her. <laughs> Probably like, come here, come here, come here. They just like navigated her. There. Oh, like they're like 40 meters away from her. Like, walk, 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 walk. Stop! And they back up. Okay, let's go. Come on, come on. Yeah, you can... You, they, they've done weird yeah. shit. And then it's like, Johnson, we have a problem. What? We got the girl here. But I just realized, this is a straight hallway. Great. <laughs> Alright, just walk back. We're gonna need to have them build, like, a semicircle for us to walk around. <laughs> yeah. Either that or they would have to put the door and then put, like, an extra 40 meters. Okay. <laughs> She's in the room. Let's walk past. They walk past too slowly and just get pissed off. Yeah, no, they'd actually just murder her. they not murder her, but they'd murder each other. Yeah, it's cool. And it's like, I thought it was related, and it turns out it was completely wrong. No, yeah, I like the Succubus one. I think it's because I... Also, I had it read... There's this guy on YouTube who does SCP readings, and he, like, does it like he's a... Re- is, he, he introduces himself as Researcher Miller, and, like, he's, like, teaching, like, a class of, like, new doctors in the SCP, basically. And he goes over a file. I like that one, though. And, like, her dad left her with a note explaining that, like, I think her mom was, like, a demon or something. And then he, like, killed her and tore her guts out and then just left her at a church. What the fuck? And then the nuns found her. And, like, she can't wear clothes for longer than an hour because bed sores start blistering all over her and popping and shit. I like that. Okay, that's actually horrifying. Yeah. So she can only be naked. And they have to keep her in that room, and if any dudes come by, they just, like, immediately go... They, like, they have... A, it says they immediately st- try to establish sexual contact. <laughs> Sexuality is not a factor. I guess it doesn't work the other way with lesbians, either. Because, like, the lesbians can be around them and just be like... I'm with a naked lady. <laughs> Let's yeah. feed her this semen. <laughs> That's all she eats. She can't... She, she, just no, can't, she does eat. Uh, the, the version I heard, she doesn't eat human food. They just have to feed her a, cu- a cup of semen no, every day. No, no, she does. Just... Doesn't do anything. Hmm. Maybe we just maybe they did a rewrite on it. Maybe that's maybe the version you read was like shittier, because <laughs> uh, mine sounded cool. I hope they did a rewrite. That might have been what it was. I know they did it supposedly did a rewrite on forty nine, the plague doctor guy. I don't know why though. I like that. I like him. I like how one had like twelve different ones. Yeah. And like the shittiest one was like them building everything based on the fact that. If you walked one way around a lake, you'd go up and down in equal measure. And if you walked the other way, it would be an uphill trek the entire way. It's like, they based the they, they built most of the SCPs based on that. And it's like, it's retarded, you're a terrible writer. <laughs> the good one was when the researcher realized that he was in a story... And the writers were a bunch of shitty horror writers. <laughs> it was good. And then the other one was like, it was literally God. You're just like, hey. Oh, that's a uh, three four three. Oh, fuck! What was I thinking about? There, know. there is an SCP who is literally just God. The the he stays in containment just to answer questions because he thinks it's fun. And then when. In, if he gets to a, if they ask him a question that he doesn't think human humans should know, humans I almost said, he doesn't think hum, humans should know, he'll just leave. He'll just go like boom and be gone. Then he'll come back like two weeks later. Like, hey guys, sorry about that. All right. Um, What's funny is there's the a factory was really good. Yeah, I know that one. That was one of the first ones I read actually. 
uh, what was it? Uh, well, God, basically God's want, and then there's another one that's Cain. I wonder if they've ever run into oh, each yeah, other. Oh, yeah, no. Cain and Abel. Yeah, Abel's like a huge asshole, isn't he? Oh, he's the perfect fighting machine. Yeah. Like, he'll break your jaw with a Nerf bat. And then Cain is like the nicest man ever. He just has like a huge, like, gross scar on him. And that's his, like, sign, his evil thing. He just hangs out at the site he's stationed at and is always like, can I help you guys out anyway? And he does. Like, he has a perfect memory. Uh, that's seemingly that's so, so far limitless that's what uh, and like uh, they've gotten approval to back things up on Kane <laughs> in my head he was always kind of like cyborg robot I would just imagine him as a dude uh, in my head he's like cyborg robot or my favorite depiction of Kane I like the SCP version my favorite depiction of Kane is the worlds of darkness version which is the vampire of the masquerade world uh, Kane was the well it's kind of a myth they don't know for sure but more than likely, Cain was the first vampire, and that was his curse. Like, it's like, you can walk amongst men and everything, but you can only do it at night, and you have to feed on their blood. So he was the first vampire, and then he just made more of them, and, like, more, and, like, they've all come after that. There's, like, one... Give me the bottle opener. There you go. Thank you. There's, like, one sect of the vampires that believe Cain is, like, the almighty for vampires, and that he's still out there somewhere. And then they're, the rest of the vampires are like, that's bull, there's no Kane. Kane wasn't real. And totally is, isn't he? I don't know. It's a tabletop game, so I mean, you could make it real if you wanted to be. You'd have Kane show up and be like, hey, what's up, everybody? You could have him talk like Dan DeVito. Be like, Deandra. I think a good. <laughs> he's always depicted as this cool badass, like a huge head of dreadlocks and stuff. What if he's just like a little Danny motherfucker running around? I like to imagine that he's the homeless guy who gives you quests and information. Yeah. See, if we ever did a vampire game, you could totally do that. Which I think they're making a new version of Vampire of the Masquerade. Ooh. It uses a D6 system. Or a D10 system, that's what it is. Do you want to go to a Vampire of the Masquerade LARP? Not, not particularly. I don't want to go to any LARP, really. Actually, there's a LARP that it's going to bring up to you. Which one? It's called Planetside. That's a LARP now? Yeah. Hmm. And you, you play as colonists. It's, it's a local thing. We can do it. I think it's in Austin. Oh, that's cool. And it's like once a month at like a campground. For like a weekend. They go out there and you do, you do your space thing. Space sex. I mean, we could. <laughs> it's not gay if it's a LARP. It's not. I could, I could LARP <laughs> as, a, as a hot chick and you could use into anal and you'd be like another hot chick who's got a penis, I guess. Why can't I just be myself? <laughs> Aren't the whole point of your role playing as a hot chick so it's not gay? Yeah. But for both women, then it's still gay because. But now you have a penis, so you're, you're a dude. I'm a, tra- I'm a hot trap. I'm a hot trap Mars woman. Yeah. I mean, you got the body for it. <laughs> you just be like, oh, you're just a Dominican princess. I'm Dominican, you're Puerto Rican. Oh my god. Listen that, to my Puerto I, I'm Rican. Sorry, that shit's just. Listen to my Puerto Rican accent. Strong whiskey. Donde estas el baño? I just told you that you have a very voluptuous penis. Thank you. It's been a goal of mine to make my penis as voluptuous as possible. <laughs> That's everybody's goal in life. I hope it's your goal too, audience. 
Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe if your goal is to have a voluptuous penis. And send pics to Dose's Twitter at Hot Ass Traps. At uh, PewDiePie. Send it to at PewDiePie. What is- <laughs> and actually send it to at PewDiePie. I mean, he might like them. We no, don't he's, know. He's engaged now. He could still like traps in his masturbation time. What if he's like, you know, my girlfriend's hot, but sometimes I just want to fuck like a really hot boy. <laughs> well, I mean, she could put on a strap on. That's true. Oh, look, we've solved it. Get PewDiePie on the phone. <laughs> Felix, you don't know who we are. We've, fought, we've solved your dilemma. This phone doesn't have any charge. I don't know what I'm doing. That, that is a banana. Don't, don't give away my secrets. I have a banana phone, too. Do you remember that song? Yep. It's a good um, song. We sell the CD at Target. Ra- really? Yeah, the Rafi the for kids. Did you know Rafi is a Egyptian-Canadian? Oh. No. If you look at him, you can tell he's like some kind of Middle Eastern. Oh, yeah. But uh, he's he's Egyptian-Canadian. Like he was, He's born to Egyptian parents that immigrated to Canada. Oh. That's why he sounds the way he does. Like Canadian man. Especially that part of Banana Phone where he stops the song and says, Hold on, I gotta grab a box of tin bits, eh? <laughs> Just grabbing shit and making horrible audio quality. Yeah, that one didn't peak. Okay. We're just adding atmosphere. Shed the noise of several drunk people in the background. Oh, man. What's funny is since your mic's over there, it's gonna sound like you're suddenly, like, super far away. You're like, oh, I'm man, sorry. I just, I'm in the back. I had, like, two shots, and it's messing me up. That's yeah, weird. I don't know what it is about it. It's Japanese, man. You're getting, like, hentai, tentacle, whiskey. Like, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it's all right. Is this Drift's drunk time? Because you're yeah. sloshing and slurping. Yeah, it's... This is drunk time. We need to come up with a jingle. Not today, though. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it in my free time. If there's a jingle, it'll be here. And if not, I'll just put the sound of a, a turtle having sex. You can do that. Yeah. Alright, but it's, it's Japanese whiskey. Iowa Tradition Mars Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume, 750 milliliter. It is not really smoky. It is not really sweet. It is, I guess the best way I can describe it is savory. It is very much like licking a steak. <laughs> That's kind of old. A Kobe beef steak? No. No. Oh. Kind of like ground beef. Like a chuck steak? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's alright. It's alcoholic. I mean, if I was probably a little bit more sloshed and if I knew I actually had to serve this, it would probably be a lot better. But I don't, and I'm not. In reverse order. Okay, I'm doing... This is my section of the doses of drunk time. Sounds like alcohol, all right? I get what you mean by it not being smoky. It's a little bit savory. Mm. I don't get I don't get the steak vibe from it that you did. Not really steak, it's just kind of meaty. Like a meat vibe? But it turns out that the way they made this is by just, like, making regular whiskey and then, like, sticking, like, cooked ground beef in it. I mean, they uh, uh, they did go to Scotland to learn how to make this. They did learn from the master brewers there. Oh, well, there you go. It's, it's haggis. It is 
is Scotch whiskey made in Japan. So it's not Scotch. Oh man. What else should we talk about? Do you not smell like a kind of like a meaty vibe out of this? Like To me it just smells like alcohol. But I don't have a really refined alcohol palette. Yeah, I have been doing this a little bit longer than you. Yeah, I've been around the block a couple times. No Fun fact, this is, these people also own Jameson. Oh, that's cool. I like Jameson more than that. Oh, to God. the news! Oh, God, we, no, we're, out of, we're out of topics. So let's, let's... I didn't really... I can't think of anything else I want to talk about. Oh. Dark Souls 1. Day 6. <laughs> Not yet. Dark Souls 1. Remaster. May 25th, 2018. For Xbox One, PS4, PC, and then this summer, in quotes, the Switch version comes out along with the Solar Amiibo. Not a sponsor. I want the Amiibo. <laughs> you should buy the game. It's, yeah. it's 40 bucks. It's not even a full price. For no, yeah, I was going to get it on... Because I was like, oh, I don't want to get it for the PS3. I was like, maybe I'll just get the PC version and like make it work for my controller. And then if they're going to release a remaster, I'll just get that. Yeah. Let's go to the best news source I'd ask you to um, go to a pawn shop and pick up an Xbox One and get the Xbox One version yeah I know what you're talking about doing co-op I can show you my favorite game if I can afford to do that I will alright let's go let's read some stories from from or you can get new this like um, this Thanksgiving on Black Friday Hit me with some newsy bits. 26 facts that will completely destroy anyone over 25. Please, God, no. <laughs> I don't have to tell our fans where that's from. The 40 All most ridiculous, ridiculously 2000s things that ever happened? just have a stroke? No, I read it really, like, the most 40 most ridiculously 2000s. They're trying to use it like, that's so 80s. They're, they're trying to, that's so 2000s. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah. You know what happened in the 2000s? A war got started. Yeah, I know, 9-11. 9-11 got, <laughs> the bombing of Syria. That's so 2000s. We're <laughs> doing it in 2018. Carpet bombing Baghdad. I have a cat that carpet bombs. I named it Baghdad. <laughs> this now extreme, my cats. This extremely thousands computer or aughts, I guess that's what the other name for them. I've heard someone call them the oddies, and I completely refuse to acknowledge that as a term. What term? Exactly. Autism. Hey, taking a break from this autism. Uh, I remember one time I was watching. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The, the title is bad enough. <laughs> uh, that one time I was, wa- I think I told you this story. I was watching the, like one of my one of my two spooky for me YouTube videos that I like watching, mm-hmm. uh, and it was Nightmare Expo for anybody curious. Who's he? Really good. He makes good stuff. He was analyzing some ARG, and the guy was like. He figured out a code, and he was like, "These numbers are coded to the color, are coded to, uh, on a spectrum, or something like that." And he goes, "No, what else do we know that's on a spectrum?" And I out loud went, "Autism." And he goes, "That's right, 
the color spectrum. And I was like, I've been on the internet way too long. <laughs> I really thought he was going to say autism. How was that going to relate? I don't know. He's like, the numbers are related to each phase of autism on the spectrum. Like, the number 23 is mild. Number 24, severe. <laughs> this guy only plays Mass Effect 1. Like, it's... He really should buy another game at this point. What if, like, the massive autism... Like, the mild autism, it shows just, like, a regular kid playing a game. And then, like, on the spectrum of autism, at the very end, there's just a picture of Sarah Ryder. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, back to this dumb list. This extremely... Actually, I have, um... I have a story for you. Go ahead. So I was at work, putting this shit on the shelves... And I just hear, <laughs> and then just stomping, just, just run up behind me, and I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" He's a mentally handicapped man. I figured he was like 16. Oh, I was actually gonna scared ask. Scared the shit out of me. I was actually gonna ask if it's that one dude that we went to school with. But no. 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 But I did run into one of those guys. Remember the dude with no arms or legs? I don't think I ever met him. He came to the table. Did he? Yeah, like, it was, I think, my freshman year. Oh, I wasn't there. Um, I think he also did it when you weren't there. But, yeah. But he just For all I know, this guy's a figment of your imagination. No, no, he has no <laughs> arms or legs. I never met him. And I think he has, like, mild Asperger's. But he just showed up and just started giving me a motivational speech. <laughs> Like, how I should count my blessings. What if it turned out? And how he's, like, super proud of me for doing what I've done, but he knows I can do better. And it was really weird, because he gave me that exact same speech in high school. What if... What if it, What if that's, like, the, the only thing he can say? Minutes. What if that's the only way he can speak? It's like that, that church in Dragon Age, how they can only speak in the, pre, like, the, the preaching of that lady. Like, he can only talk in motivational speeches. Like, it was... Like he's not a Andraste, that was her name. Um, what if it turned out that <laughs> what if it turned out that, that guy was actually just your guardian angel? <laughs> like everyone's Man, like he dropped the ball like <laughs> a couple years back. What if he's a guardian devil? Devil He still dropped the ball a couple years back. <laughs> This is an extremely 2000s computer oh desk. What? I feel like I'm yelling. I mean, even if you are, it's good for the audio. But the walls are thin. <laughs> Alright, complete with lava lamp and a Cartman figure. Whoa. Justin Timberlake wearing a Girls Gone Wild trucker hat. Whoa. This is so 2000s. <laughs> Live strong bracelets. Okay, I can't though. I kind of want to see more, but at the same time, I don't at all. There's gonna be something more interesting and dumb in here. Let's talk about something else. Should we explain the whole Bombo thing? Where we came up with it? Yes. Do you remember the how we came up with it? Because I remember two weeks oh, later. Oh yeah, it was our like insert character. For no, Bombo it was names. Tom Bombadil. Oh. We were talking about Tom Bombadil, and I was telling you what I knew about his lore, how he's, like, some people think that he's, like, the most powerful character because he, like, once put the ring on and didn't do shit to him. 
Some people think he like wasn't actually a hobbit. Some people think it was J.R.R. Tolkien's self-insert. And then, like, I don't know how. Well, we just switched it to the Adventures of Bombo. <laughs> we're like, do like a fan rewrite where it's all his point of view, and he's just this like fat little gremlin <laughs> running around. And I really, um, we have the second movie in the series be Bombo's Kitchen Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> and, just, and it was just him cooking for ninety minutes. He's just not even really. And that's where I came up with the frying everything that he can. Yeah, slathering that... it in mayonnaise and then deep frying it again. Yeah, and that's where I came up with the. Doctor told me I got an enlarged heart. That means I can eat for two hearts. <laughs> it's your boy Bombo. And then I would like that happened, and then oh man, no mayonnaise on this here sandwich. And then like two weeks and later, he just pulls up his like fifty-gallon drum and just starts slathering mayonnaise. <laughs> two weeks later, I came back to your house and brought it up, and you had forgotten the entire conversation. I think I was very drunk at the time. Probably. And what's weird is you think. Out. Where think, else would we get from, from Bombo? I think it was mostly me, though. I think you were you were just, like, focused on playing sleep on Watch Dogs. And I just kept being like, it's your boy, Bombo. And then we kept posing different situations. Like, I think we did something with him fucking kicking the Frodo and uh, Smeagol into the fucking Fires of Mount Doom. I think he dropped, like, a donut and it rolled over there. Yeah, and then he jumped in. <laughs> Saved the donut. He's still alive. He made baby back ribs on that fire. It's true. Bombo. Bombo is the most powerful person in Lord of the Rings. Speaking of us making trilogies, fucking Bombo. There was that whole thing where we talked about where uh, it was me and you and Transporter 5. <laughs> it was <laughs> Transporter, Transporter 4. It was Transporter 5 starring me as a... It, it was you was a chimney sweep. It was like the trailer was one chimney sweep, one very fat driver, and you were like, "We gotta go, Milo." I did the the upside down jump from Transporter Two, where he corkscrews the car to like get a bomb off of his car, but instead, like you open the sunroof and stick a broom out and sweep the chimney really fast, <laughs> and like we're just like we just released that at Transporter Five, and and then everyone's like, "What happened to Transporter Four? And we're or no, everyone's like. When, what happened to Jason Statham? And we're like, you gotta watch Transporter 4. It all makes sense. And then there's no Transporter 4. <laughs> like, Transporter I 4. Think, I think how, we, how I had it open was, one chimney sweep. We gotta go, my lord. And pull it out, pistol. It's like, and then, and one very fat man. Let's start with McDonald's first. <laughs> That's like when we talked about Rogue Lawyer. And it's just a series of them like saying one-liners and cocking the gun. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. Everything they say is a one-liner, and they always cock a gun after it. And I think at one point I did it, and you were like, who's driving? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Ugh, and we crash into the Transporter Fly. We get out of it, and they still don't get me. I heard you guys got McGriddles for $2 now. Give me three of them. Shit, does McDonald's have McGriddles for $2? Yeah. They have the new uh, 123 breakfast. Brought to you by McDonald's. After this, do you want to... We can. Yes. Um, Transporter 4. Oh, God. Transporter, if you want... There's that, like, a Comic-Con conference, like... Uh, how, how did a chimney sweep and a fat man become the new Transporters? It all makes sense if you watch the fourth movie. Was there a fourth movie? Get out. <laughs> the, yes, of course. Also, if you, also if you watch the eighth season of the TV show. Oh, sir, the TV show's only been on for two seasons. 
Exactly. That's what you think. <laughs> yeah, in America. Man, Japan has that time travel shit. Not <laughs> lock. Japan actually has a black hole in the bottom of Mount Fuji. They go down there and circle around it and come out much later. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So, I mean, if we were able to go around a black hole, we could go forward in time, kind of. We couldn't go backwards. Yeah, we just have no way of going back in time. Gotta get back in time. Speaking of time... Let's get some Libyans and some Plutonium up in here. We'll figure it out. Speaking of time... You know what took a long time? What? New to all of them. This year, supposedly, at some point. How long has it been since they released an album? Twelve years. That sounds about right. Trey Papa Daddy's been like eight years without releasing one. And in that time, Steve Perry, the lead singer, got his uh, bachelor's degree in marine biology <laughs> from the University of Seattle. Huh. So, Steve Perry has a bachelor's in marine biology now. Not Journey, Steve Perry. They have the same name. Uh, what if it was also that Steve Perry? Steve Perry from Journey got a lot of letters after Zoot Suit Riot came out that said, I really love the direction your solo career is going. <laughs> and he was like, who is this for? Uh, and because Steve Perry of the Cherry Pop and Daddies didn't like his name for a long time and he wanted to be separated from Journey, that's why he came up with the Persona MC Large Drink. And he was going to wear like a 40-ounce like Slurpee costume on stage. And then he was like, it's dumb, I'm not going to do it. But everyone learned about that, and everyone calls him that to this day. <laughs> so people will still call him MC Large Drink. Not all the time, but a lot of people. If, if they're if any, all of the six hardcore Cherry Pop and Daddy's fans, the five besides me, will also call him MC Large Drink. Aren't you like part of that forum that has like two? Actors? There's like thirty people, and like four of them are active, and I'm one of them. <laughs> so, and I haven't been on there in a while actually. You should get on there you should keep yeah, it alive. I, I have so far It's me, the guy who founded the forum The guy who's like The Cherry Pop and Daddy's archive on YouTube And one other guy <laughs> I guess he's just a fan What if it's Steve Perry? I mean I guess it could be I think that was the guy who answered my question About a lyric I couldn't understand <laughs> Steve Perry. <laughs> There's a really good thread on that forum of like discussing the meanings of songs because since it's the Cherry Pop and Daddies, there's no like rap genius pages about like dissecting the lyrics. There's fucking rap genius pages for dissecting songs about just doing drugs. <laughs> and what's great is like it'll be like, like say it's like the that good cushion alcohol song. It's like I'm on that good cushion alcohol and it's highlighting me clicking. It's like. He's on really good Kush and also alcohol. And it's like, thanks for the annotation. I really needed it. <laughs> I don't understand. Could you explain it a little bit more clearly? What they really need an annotation for is when Little Wayne says 6996. I guess that's people two people 69 and then immediately feel regret and flip over. <laughs> what if they're like, no. Let's just shove the back of our heads into each other's ass cracks. <laughs> Would you try that? No. It was like the hottest person you could possibly it, imagine. Is it her idea or mine? <laughs> she came up with it, but like, if you agree to it, she'll let you do whatever position you want after that. But you have to do a 96 first. Can it be, <laughs> can it be missionary for the sole purpose of procreation? Yeah, she's like, any position you want. Damn. <laughs> 
I almost made a Tenacious D reference there. That's honestly a really good question. Would I? Would you shove would your I head shove into... my fucking head into someone's ass crack? Like, you don't need to put it in the hole or anything. You just have to go, like, <laughs> just shove it in the cheeks. It just sounds uncomfortable for all parties involved. You can do it softly. You don't have to, like, ram it up in there. I still don't think I would, because pulling back, I have long hair. That's true. And what if you could just... wear a swim cap? It's just like <laughs> against your skin. I'd have to like lube up the cap. You put a head condom on, and then duck wanna... it in a bucket of lube. Like with little swimmer goggles, like <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> you just look like a fucking like downy man. Just to shove my head in their ass cheeks. It's not worth it. Should we talk about the downy cut? No, we should not. Let's save that for the next one. Okay, we'll talk about the downy cut later. Uh, let's next episode. Let's get into movies that we we planned. That's the big one. We'll talk about that one probably the whole episode, and the downy cut. That's suspense, people. The downy cut on the on the next episode. That's what we need to talk about right now. Actually, that's what we can close out the show with. My thing about Oprah episodes, because you never watched Oprah back in the day. You said I did not. I would come home from school and I wouldn't want to watch like whatever was on, like Mucha Lucha or something. Why did I, you... I liked Mucha Lucha. I was just giving that as an example. Like, whatever show was on WB, I'd be like, I don't want to watch that right now. I'd flip through the channels, wind up on Oprah. And there was always, there was two kinds of Oprah episodes. There was, on this episode of Oprah, and it'd be like, uh, like a mom who does meth and like, injects. On this episode of Oprah, a mother has sex with a family dog who gets her addicted to crack. (laughs) I remember the example I gave Mary was like, this man injects meth into his dick hole. Watch as we have him inject meth into his dickhole on camera. So there's the serious Oprah episode where she gets into some like deep shit. She's like fucking getting into it. And then there's this the this episode on Oprah. And it's like fall fashions with Oprah. And that's the one where she's giving out shit. She's like, look under your chairs. It's a baby. Everyone gets a Libyan baby. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Oprah, where'd you get these babies? And she's like, don't ask fucking questions. Well, I'll put you in. <laughs> Oprah jail. She like grabs and then the rope. next episode. This episode on Oprah. It's like we take a tour through Oprah jail and its mining camps. <laughs> it's like North Korea and Chicago. It's not even like it's still. It's in the basement of the studio. <laughs> I think did I tell you There's the story mining of the gemstones in the basement? The serious Oprah episode stuff. I watched about the bulimic chick. No, I, I, it was one of the this episode on Oprah. So I turned it on. And it was like, I didn't know what it was because I had joined in halfway. So I didn't know what was going on. It was just this really pretty lady. And then she was like, okay. And she was like, so I come here and I order whatever I want. And she has this like whole like fucking smorgasbord of breakfast food. And she's just like <laughs> going to town on it. And it then like. Gross, I'm not going to lie. Oh, well, to be fair, she ate, like respectfully. She wasn't like full on like just globbing. She wasn't going like full on Joey's world tour on this shit. <laughs> whatever that guy's name was. That's it. Yeah. Joy's World Tour. If you ever want to see a man eat a literal jar of Nutella, and it looks like he's just smearing his face in feces. <laughs> and then there's all his, like... Chocolate feces. There's all his porn music and moans when he's like, mm, mm. <laughs> I hope he's okay. Yeah, he is very has much... has an eating disorder. <laughs> and um, a lot of self-confidence issues. I don't know. I mean, it seems pretty confident to me. He's always like, let's get into this, gang. 
I mean, like, I feel like he's making a fool of himself on camera. Maybe. He did wear Mickey ears during the Nutella challenge. Um, so she, w- she wasn't going on Joanne's world tour on this food. She was eating it tastefully. But she was, like, scarfing it down, like, the way, like, a really hungry person would. And then she's like, then I destroy the evidence. And she rips up the receipt and throws it away. And she's like, okay, and this is where I do it. And she, like, walks into her, like, like she's in a nice house, like... I think she was a model, and then her husband was like also like a like an engineer or something. So they had a nice place, and she's like, "Okay, this is my place. Like, have all my favorite shoes in here." And she's like, "Just reach back here." She's like, "This is where I keep the other ones." And there's just like these huge Ziploc bags of vomit, <laughs> and then she was like, "This is where I keep these." And she's like, "And then I get a fresh one." And she's like, I "Take my toothbrush here and just go," and just like vomits all the stuff out into a bag and then zips it up, and she's like, "Just tuck it back here." And then I throw these ones out. <laughs> and she goes outside and, th- and throws them in the trash. And then the rest of the episode was like, Oprah like, Michael, did you know this was happening? And Michael's like, no, 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 I didn't, Oprah. And she's no, like, I check under your chair. Me. It's reality. And he pulls out a bag of vomit. <laughs> pulls out a fucking... I made that for you, Michael, so you could understand what your wife is going through. You vomit in a bag and give it to me, Oprah. <laughs> She gets, real, she gets real close to him. Now, was now like, open that bag and reach in there, Michael. I don't want to open the fucking bag, Michael. <laughs> he, he she pulls out a shotgun. Well, he was like, oh. She goes from wait, fat Oprah to skinny wait. Oprah that quickly. She wait, pulls the shotgun out. Turns out that was all the weight. Like, what is the reason he pulls out a pair of car keys? It's the keys to your new car. Everyone ah. gets a new car. They're all pulling out bags of vomit. Like, ah. Oh, one chick, like, one chick rips it open and just dumps it on herself. And she's, like, got the keys they in have her like mouth a, and she's like, ah. It's like the bees one. Like, that was, I saw that episode of Oprah when it aired. That one girl that's crying, she was actually there. Like, Oprah was like, everyone gets a new car. And then, like, the one girl's just like, ah, ah, just, like, sobbing. That's why the bees thing made it even funnier because looked like she was just in pain. <laughs> it's bees. Everyone gets bees. <laughs> It'd be uh, funny if she worked in some like. You know what my favorite thing about uh, bees is? What Cuba? What about uh, Cuba? They've had so many um, import tariffs and import uh, embargoes, I should say. Yes. That they never got to import pesticides. So they have, like, a healthy bee population? Oh, not only that, but they export really good organic honey. I know a guy who went to Cuba. I think it was, um... Redacted. <laughs> that guy shows up at my job every now and again, and it's like, Hey, good to see you again. Yeah, I think it was him. Actually, it might not have been. It might have just been a dude who looked like him. But someone I know went to Cuba. Someone that I went to high school with, and he was really cool. He met like an like an old homeless man who wrote poetry, and like would sell it. And he bought like a poetry book from this guy, that, like books he bound himself. That's legit. Yeah, that's pretty dope. And this was when this is before Cuba was like cool with us now. Like now you can go there if you want to. This was back when still like he had to go to like another country first and then go to Cuba. <laughs> Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what else Cuba gave us? Pitbull. He's Cuban. Let's send him back. He's not from Cuba. He's from Florida. But he's Cuban descent. My favorite thing about Pitbull is that he made a, tr- a tweet. <laughs> oh, yeah. That said, if I could be any dog, <laughs> I would be a chihuahua. And he said, wait a minute. <laughs> 
I've been thinking about Pitbulls when he he pulled the cool move and did that Kodiak Alaska show. Oh yeah, four chance Chan sent him to Kodiak Alaska, which has like forty people in it, and they're all just like working miners and shit. And he went through with it. He like hung out with them and visited their Walmart together. Yeah, he gave him shit, gave him merch. He put on the concert for forty people. Yeah, he's like, here, sell this shit. I'm Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. And they're like, who? And he's like, Kodiak Alaska. Yeah, like population like six hundred. Straight showing up in the Yukon. Pitbull's Worldwide Yukon Tour. I mean, like, and by I, worldwide, we mean literally just the Yukon. And like, props to him for dealing with the trolls. And then it's like, all right, you want it, you got it. I'm in. I'm in the Yukon. Then there was that one where. Oh they yeah, they did the same thing to Taylor Swift. They sent her to a high they school for the deaf. They did Taylor Swift first, then they did Pitbull, but like, she got sent to a school for the deaf to put on a concert. Yeah, and she just donated money to him. What if she had gone through with it and they're just like all standing there? Or they all get like their own speaker to hold so they can feel the vibrations? I mean, they would have probably been really excited. There's probably some teenage girl there that really loves Taylor Swift. There was a deaf Found girl. Found out about it. Was super hype. And then Taylor Swift was like... I don't like Taylor no. Swift in general. But uh, there, was this, there was this deaf girl on a... Uh... You don't like Taylor Swift? No. Same. That's like one of my big things. I remember I was watching... I, I was at Mary's party and they were... They put on one of those YouTube, like, try not to sing challenges where they play a bunch of songs that most people know and they're really infectious and you want to sing them. Uh, that one Taylor Swift song, Shake It Shake it Off? Yeah. That one, yeah. Uh, that came on and then, like, Mary's friend's boyfriend was like, oh, you can't you can't not like this song. It's so catchy. And I'm like, I can. And this song comes on, I'm like, nope. I mean, you can not like it and it still be catchy. Like, it is catchy, technically. But I don't like it. It will stick in my head, and it is currently in my head, much to my um, disappointment. Just do what I saw with songs like that. Just like ramble. I I've catch I've caught myself several times in the middle of like I'll zone out and let my mind run on autopilot while I'm listening to things, and then I catch myself just muttering complete gibberish. (laughs) If if I'm conscious of it, I'm usually making a, a, a gag version of it where I mention dicks and coming a lot, and like. I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, I always do this. And I'm like, what does this say about me? I'm like, it doesn't really mean... It says I'm a sexual person, but I'm really not. So I'm like, what does this mean? I'm always just, like, mentioning dicks and shit. And then, um... What was it? Well, one time, I was in the middle of doing something like that, and then my brain went on autopilot. When I came back, like, a minute and a half later, I was just going... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my god. This, this song on the radio literally turned my brain to mush. I mean, that's most pop it's music. Like, hey, yo. Oh, I did some forehead swim on it. It's alright. I'm kind of moist. <laughs> oh, God. Yesterday, for a gag, I slathered myself in lotion. Oh, yeah. It, I had to take a shower, and I still didn't feel clear. I still don't feel entirely free of lotion. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to take another day. Like my skin is like my eczema is clearing up. Like well, there you go. But it starts, I, it starts firing up, just like saturate yourself with lotion. Not worth. Not worth. Hashtag not worth. Tweet us. Tweet us at. Uh, am I? I was gonna set up a Twitter for us just to release new episodes. For the moment, we don't have one. So tweet us at PewDiePie. <laughs> <laughs> PewDiePie hashtag debtor. Yeah, exactly. Just tweet PewDiePie. How awesome you think two fat people, one one Puerto Rican, one Dominican. <laughs> like, put any nationality you want in there. Yugoslavian. 
We we are Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, we we mostly because we're fat. I'm I I are as white as the world. I am from. I, I have a little orbit, actually. I <laughs> Mr. Little Orbit. <laughs> Hashtag Mr. Little Orbit. Yeah, that's my rap name. Wait, we're from every continent in Africa, the way Raven Simone is. She said that once. She was like, I'm from every continent in Africa. And I'm like... Just... You should go talk to the people in Africa about that. They'll hate you for it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially Sudan and South Sudan. Explain. South, well, South Sudan, it was, you know... Civil War, South Sudan became its own country. Oh. I don't know if it's still its own country, because when it got founded, everyone was like, mm, it's probably not going to last too long. And then it didn't. Well, it might still... Let's let's Google it. Let's, let's Siri it right now. What a world we live in, where we go about talking about SCP to dicks and butts. And licking nuts. Yeah. And it's, it's shoving your head in someone's ass crack. And now we're talking about if a country is still a country. Well, if we're going to talk about Africa, I like... Hey, Siri, um, is South Sudan still a country? Checking. Here's what I found on the web for is South Sudan still a country. Okay. Guy, you're gonna have to turn that down. Because that was loud as shit over here. Do I just look completely fucked? You just look kind of tired. Uh, it's still a country as of April 2018. And its largest city and capital is, uh, Juba. It's like Cuba full of Jews. So South Sudan's hanging on so far. It's not very big. It's only got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten major cities. Which I guess is pretty good for a small country. I mean, how many major cities does Texas have? Uh, San Antonio, Austin, Houston, Dallas, Amarillo, El Paso, Brownsville... Eagle Pass, kind of. Like ten. Yeah, I could keep going. There's, there's some there. What's the one that um, Ben was pissed off about that it existed, even though it, it's an industry town? Oh, um, Lubbock. Lubbock, yeah, that's a military town. So, Lubbock. That's where the Dixie Chicks are from. Odessa. Yeah. I knew a chick from Odessa. You wanna know how I knew she was from Odessa? Yeah. She would not shut the fuck up about Odessa. <laughs> Is Odessa in the west? I have no idea, but it's a shithole of a city. The water is crap. I think it's an oil town. Oh, she wouldn't shut up about it in like a, this place fucking sucked kind of way. It's like, well, she was no. She she's like this one time in Odessa, I stuck a flute in my pussy. Oh, that kind of thing. Yeah, she's like this one time in Odessa a lot. And it's this like this one time in Odessa, I went to Kmart and bought some underwear. And you're like, is that it? And she's like, oh, that was the end of the story. Honestly, yeah, those were her stories. Just shitty little, like, yeah, I hung out with my friends here in Odessa. And all of us were like, you are, like, 400 miles away from Odessa. Stop talking about Odessa, please. She's like, you know, you f- funny you saying that. Reminds me of this time in Odessa. <laughs> <laughs> when there was a small gang of people that confronted me about talking about Odessa. What if, like, they were also there, and they were the people in the What if she told enough stories? Odessa stories to where you tuned her out? And then one day, oh, you, I did. No, no, no. And then one day you tuned in, and she was in the middle of going like, and that's when we fought the Lochnar people from Bodessa. And you're like, and she's like, where, where have you been? I've been in the middle of this story arc for like 280 Odessa stories. <laughs> <laughs> like the first 200 were just to see who would keep listening, and then at story 200, it's like, and that's when the Blocknor came from the skies. 
the moon the, the moon opened revealing revealing the space wizards revealing the space wizards from Trandor 5 Trandor 5 is next to a supernova so all of them have fire powers and let's not forget uh, the people of Trandor 6 they're all gay yeah they, they didn't last long <laughs> it was a very short lived civilization it was like one generation <laughs> The first generation produced offspring, and the second generation was like, I like dick. Well, it was kind of weird, because also the females. What if they, what if they were... Alright, speaking of male-female elves, what they look the same. Yeah. The difference between male and female elves, females have lower, um, like, smaller, like, eyebrows. Okay. Because, like, you know, the elves' eyebrows goes fucking way out. Um... Females also have um, smaller ears, but they are more pointy. Females also have bigger penises than the males. Is it true? Yes. In which continuity is this? Like every continuity. You're like from Tolkien all the way to D and D. Like it started in WoW in popular culture. Well, that explains why both Zelda and Link are attractive, but Zelda has the bigger dick. Oh yeah. Wait, so I feel like we were like, both about we're to say something. We both ended like, at the speech. We're, we're just kind of staring at each other. Just those Irish eyes. My Russian body. Of course, from the Dominican. How you doing over there? Sorry, my girlfriend was feeling sick. I need to go take her a sprite later. Oh. I was gonna pick her up later anyway. So, anyway. Uh, gay elves. Hey, did you ever like in? You they're know, not how, like, gay. They just have. Oh, no, I'm just. They, talking they about, both have dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. In the Tolkien universe, dwarves, like there's not a lot of female dwarves, but uh, the ones that are there, uh, they're, they like. Because they're dwarves, like you know, it's always a hot topic of like, do female dwarves have beards, or are they just like, yes, are they just like regular dwarves with vaginas? That's always yeah. the debate. But like in the Tolkien universe, they're they do have beards, but they're just like really hot feminine guys. <laughs> Basically, that's what they look like. I saw an artist depiction of what a Tolkien dwar- female dwarf would look like, and imagine just a very pretty man with like some sideburn right here, and that was it. <laughs> Okay. It was, like, it was like if, like, uh, like young Dave Navarro. I can get into that. Alright, I think we should wrap it up here. Yeah, I gotta go take my sick girlfriend soda. And I need to gorge myself on McGriddle. On what? McGriddles. Oh, that's right, we gotta go do that too. Yeah, you can get the Sprite from McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'll get a McGriddle too. I'm still kind of full from the spaghetti, but I want a McGriddle. <laughs> Welcome back to Fat Cast. <laughs> the second act of this one is going to be us getting slowly fat. It's Feeder Cast. For all the all the feeder fetishists out there. I currently weigh too much. Me too. I weigh double that. Well, oh. well no, not really. I'm like, well, I got like a hundred pounds on you. Yeah, one and a half. Yeah, so I need to fix that. But uh, fix that. basically for the feeders out there, I'm the one you... I'm the, I'm the one that's like already ready, and he's the one that you need to fatten up some. So. I mean, if you guys want to like, if you want pay us lots of money, if to you go eat, to our Patreon, 
which I'll set up now. No. And you pay a $50 thing, $50 a month, you can get you can two watch hours us. of us eating audio. It's a special podcast just for you where we eat and say your name. Stephanie. That's just a sample. Carlos. And if you pay $75 a month, you can send us food to eat. Like if you want to send us um, a big old thing of uh, the the poo platter, the poo platter. If we if we reach our Patreon goal this month, like, DSP, the, we'll, one thing we'll we will not Seattle. eat is that is those brownies that have feces in them. We will not eat those. No, no, yeah. No matter how well made they're, uh, if you pay us, if you reach a Patreon goal, we'll use that month's Patreon money to fly to Seattle and make DSP finish Persona Three. Like we'll we'll bring guns. Not even. He, we'll just walk into his house and get the hatchet he keeps by the door. <laughs> the motherfucker keeps his hatchet by the door. <laughs> well, like, and he let everybody know this. Well, like, he keeps also... one by the bed, too, so it's fair combat. <laughs> but I've seen him play Bloodborne. He can't dodge to save his life. So what you're saying is you'll get the one by the door, I'll find the bedroom, and then get if that one. If we sneak one. in, we can, you can get both of them. And then just start, like, fucking Moby, like, swinging at him. I'll grab both hatchets and start swinging my arms wildly, and I'll look him right in the eye and say, This is my secret technique. If you get hit, it's your own fault. And then he'll just die. Yeah, he did a house tour, and he's like, Keep a hatchet by my bed for security. And he's like, Got a hatchet by the door there, too, for security. I'm like, So you're just letting everybody know that if they come to your neighborhood and break into the front door, they have a weapon now. <laughs> yeah, Phil might also have a weapon. That's but just fair. If, we, if we've seen him play a game, we know he has no twitch reflexes. So you could run up and go like, eh, and he would just like, ah, and he just hit him with a hatchet in like the back of the head. While you're facing him too, or hit him in the legs. That way, you don't well, get. Well, you gotta also factor in on this um, fighting dark side Phil, that he has gout. <laughs> <laughs> just aim for his like tendon. <laughs> this is the funniest fucking. You got the, if you fall if you go through Darkside Phil's catalog, you can watch this man develop gout put meal a, by meal. Someone put a playlist of it. Uh, it was a uh, DSP tries it season one, two, three, four. I think it was to eight, and they're all like three hours long of all the episodes for that year. And then around season four, it's like this season. And he's like, so I have an announcement. I have gout. <laughs> He's like 30. How old is he? Look it up. 36. This year. That makes me sad. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, his life's pretty sad. He's got gout at 36. No, that was like three years ago, so he got gout at like 33 or 32. Thank God. I still remember when you told me you found out he had gout. <laughs> You're so excited. It was funny. It reminded me of Bobby Hill. There's an episode of King of the Hill where Bobby start, finds out he likes livers and liver and onions, and he's like, uh, f- like feeling eating because like him and Connie are having problems. So he keeps going to this restaurant and eating liver and onions, and then like he suddenly gets gout because of how much salt is in liver and onions, and he's eating it like three times a day every day. God. So basically, think of that. And then how Phil got gout. 
Phil and he swore that he was eating healthy. Gout's such a weird thing. You eat enough salt that a tendon in your foot decides to just start burning. That is a weird concept. Yeah. No, hold on. Let's get the official definition. I'll hold it out here. Siri, what's gout? As a verb, it means come to have or hold something. Okay, not get out. What is gout? Okay, check it out. Check it out. Oh, okay. She's not going to read it. Let's talk about gout. Check it out. Let's talk about gout. Check it out, motherfucker. Gout is a form of inflammatory arthritis characterized by recurring attacks of red, tender, hot, or swollen joint. Basically, the, the tendon in your foot becomes inflamed and swollen. The, like, the one, uh, the joint at the base of the big toe is affected in about half of cases. It was, like, from the big toe to, like, where the an- where it meets the ankle. Oh, God. So he just woke up with, like, searing inflammatory pain there. It's horrible. I would hope he eats less salt now. Well, he said he hasn't had a gout attack in years. I always laugh when I think of this one person after he got broken up with his girlfriend and someone was like, He's gonna the fuckers gonna die alone in his house after having a gout attack. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true though. All right, we'll oh. wrap it up here. All right, thank you for tuning in to Goutcasts. Goutcast slash Winston Cash slash PewDiePie fancast. Oh yeah, we actually made it to an hour. Huzzah! And we ma- we managed to ramble for an extra twenty minutes to make it. To an yeah, because we talked about Oprah for a while. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.